on 98FM and online. This is Phoenix FM. I do love a little bit of sunshine. So I was out in the garden doing a bit of gardening earlier. I don't know why I got my nails done the day before because they're kind of ruined. Um, nice bit of gardening, nice bit of sunshine. Callum and I went for a swim. That was nice, wasn't it? Going to say hello to the car wash guys in David Lloyd in Basildon. They really do a great job. Don't know if you're listening, guys, because we had a quick chat earlier. Um, but they do such a good job. I won't go anywhere else now. Tonight, we're talking about who was your first pop star crush. Let me know. You can tweet me, find me at Phoenix FM on the old Twitter, or even email me, radio at phoenixfm.com. We are talking about who was your first pop star crush. Who was yours, Callum? Pardon? Don't know. You're going to give it some thought. Who was your first pop star crush? We've got some fantastic guests coming in as well. 
this evening. Um, I'm going to play this one next. We're going to do a little bit of the 80s, a little bit of the 90s, a whole mixture tonight, because um, already I can see some messages coming through about who was your first pop star crush. Um, I think this guy was my very first pop star crush. Love this guy. He's still going strong. I know he was performing in Southend last year or something. Um, this is Adamant and Prince Charming. You're listening to me, Karen Ridges here on Phoenix FM. <laughs> Show me. 
it is Friday. It is 6.13, isn't it? Absolutely gorgeous weather. I feel fantastic when we get a bit of sunshine. I love it. Just chillaxing in the garden, doing a bit of gardening, going swimming in the old outdoor pool down at David Lloyd round the corner. Absolutely love a bit of sunshine. And then I get to hang out with you. Glass of red wine, putting our feet up on this Friday, this good Friday. And it is a very good Friday today, I feel. I'm asking you, who was your first pop star crush? I've already had some messages um, you can contact me, radio at Phoenix FM. Tell me who your, was your first pop star crush. I think mine was Adamant, actually. I did love Adamant. He was absolutely gorgeous and still loved the music. And the, I think, I don't know if it's a sad thing or a good thing, but when I was part of Phoenix FM 20 years ago, I was playing Adam and the Ants then, and I'm playing them tonight as well. Um, Andrea Harvey, Dave Garhan, Depeche Mode, and still is. Tell me about it, Andrea. Absolutely love Depeche Mode. Well, I'll play those for you later on. Um, saw them last June, and he is definitely getting better with age as well. Very sexy now and a great front man. Do you remember those early days of Depeche Mode? 81, I think, when they first came out. Um, they just had something special now and all these years later they're still going strong Victoria Featherstone Pierce Adam from Adam the Ants Victoria when I think we just can't have any more in common we even have the same crush um, all of Duran Duran George Michael and Lamal from Kajagoo sorry I liked many I'm greedy I don't blame you something about the 80s wasn't there Really good characters. Love, I love all of those. Going to play some Duran Duran and some George Michael later on as well. Rob Jordan says Kate Bush. Everybody loves Kate Bush. I don't know anybody that doesn't love Kate Bush. We'll play some Kate Bush for you later on as well. Um, Andy Prince is saying to me, Sandy Shaw, we've got some really great pop crushes. Let me know yours, radio at phoenixfm and uh, dot com. And I might even play it as well. Um, I've got some more crushes coming up. Um, and somebody is telling me, because we are going to be talking about um, type 1 diabetes as well. And an amazing event that's coming up in Brentwood. Um, so don't, don't move. I'll tell you all about that. It's JDRF, a wonderful charity that is finding a cure that's their aim for type 1 diabetes. So we're going to chat about that as well today and find out um, about the event that is happening on the 18th of May. And someone tells me that Nick Jonas, who again, lots of people telling me, is their pop crush. They must be the younger ones, I think. Um, but he is a type, he has type 1 diabetes. I didn't know that. I'll do a bit of Google as I'm playing this one. This one goes out to you and uh, my lovely listener. And this is Jealous. Yeah. Even though I know you love me, can't help it. I 
this evening so it's an absolute mixture um that one previously went out to dawn pierce um who will always be it will always be marty pello from wet 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 and we also have a soft spot for nick jonas i'm gonna write these down and then we'll work out who is the most popular nick jonas has got a couple of points so far um and uh i spend my trunk time trying to look for his dexcom or pump now, I'm, I imagine now, look, my listener, you're sort of thinking, what the heck is your Dexcom or your pump? We are going to be talking about type 1 diabetes tonight as well, which is something that affects a hell of a lot of people in this country, and they tend to be kids. So this is what we're going to explore. We're going to find out more as well, because there is an event coming up that we're going to tell you about um, just down the road in Brentwood. So we're going to chat about that later. So your Dexcom or your pump, for those that are not quite familiar with, um, with type 1 diabetes, is something that helps you, um, well, the Dexcom helps you read your blood sugar levels and a pump will help you get the insulin into your body um, as that is what you need when you have type 1 diabetes because for some reason, the scientists don't know why, um, but your pancreas decides to not work properly and it's something, although it's a very tiny, teeny little part of our bodies, it is something that is very much needed and we will be finding out more about that. Um, 
because you, you might know because you might remember the type 1 diabetes special that we had on the show um, probably about a year ago or six months ago I can't remember all blurs into one doesn't it um, but um, if you want to find out that go to the, uh, phoenixfm.com and find the house of fun and look up the type 1 diabetes special because it was such a fantastic show um, the kids had a great time and uh, to see the top consultant from Basildon Hospital dancing around the studio. It was worth doing it just for that, actually. Um, so that goes out to you, Dawn Pierce, Louise Jones, Nee Hopkins, uh, Mark Owen from Take That, and my daughter Libby is eight and loves Nick Jonas. We've got another one for Nick. Um, he is a pretty cool guy. Um, Dawn Umsworth, it might sound weird, but Slash from Guns and Roses, and I still like him now. Each to their own, Dawn. We're not going to charge. I absolutely loved Robert Smith from The Cure. And some people, it's not, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But we're going to play some Guns N' Roses for you later. Um, Katie Loran says, yes, I'm with you on that. So we've got two for Guns N' Roses. Let me know who your pop star crush is. Pop me a message if you'd like to. The old email works perfectly well. Radio at phoenixfm.com. I'm going to play a couple of tracks. Um, and then we're going to talk about a fantastic event that is coming up run by the wonderful charity the jdrf and it's happening in brentwood so just down the road to the radio station on the 18th of may so we don't have long we're going to tell you more but it is a cycle for a cure event all to do with type 1 diabetes and i'll give you the details the details will be on my listener again link as well and on phoenix fm it's taking place in dunton and we have the most wonderful people in the studio we have jason willis who's going to tell us all about it because he is one of the keen cyclers that are going to be cycling around the ford grounds in a couple of weeks time and we've also got his wonderful daughter a mum and other son in the studio let's just say a big hello because they go come on make some noise Woo! and they're going to be telling us um, more about the event very soon bicycle 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 i want to ride my bicycle i want to ride my bicycle i want to ride my bike I want to ride my bicycle I want to ride it where I like You say black, I say white You say bar, I say bite You say shark, I say him And George was never my scene And I don't like Star Wars You say Rose, I say Royce You say God, give me a choice say Lord, I say Christ I don't believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein or Superman What I Bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle. Racers are coming your way. So forget all 
absolutely love that track. I'm going to play that more often. That sleeper and sale of the century. And I think I might have the UK's number one sleeper fan in the studio. You've even bought the T-shirt, literally, because you're wearing it. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome. I am so excited to meet you, Jason. And you, Karen. Jason Wills and family. Woohoo! Let's have a lovely Phoenix. Welcome. You have to do it yourself, though. <laughs> Round of applause. Um, thanks for joining us, because we're going to be talking about a brilliant event that I am buzzing about on the 18th of May. Um, we're going to be finding out about you and all what you do, because the lovely people at JDRF... Um, have told me that you are one of their top supporters and you've done amazing work for them, raising money for this utterly brilliant charity. Um, now, it all started when your daughter, Maddie, who's there looking like an absolute pop star herself, <laughs> uh, was diagnosed like my son with type 1 diabetes and it affects so many kids. And the thing is, is... They don't really know why, do they, the scientists or the doctors? They've got no, no really idea. Know why? No genetic link, no, so just don't know. So that's why it's so important to try and do this research to, to find a cure. To find a cure. So you didn't even cycle before, and then now according to this in our little chat, you've done London to Paris, the London Night Rider, which you cycle all around London in the night. You're coming back over to Brentwood and cycling around the uh, Ford place just down the road but you hadn't even cycled before what, what made you pick cycling first of all so i used to play football um but my knees sort of gave way a little bit so when maddie got diagnosed i wanted to do something that sort of um uh to to, to try and help to to support the cause uh so cycling seemed like a, a good event um a good idea um and then i joined um the CWD Dads group on Facebook. So uh, say that again, just in case C people want the, to go and find out more about them. Yeah, the CWD Dads Facebook group, um, and that's and that's like a splinter group from a, a bigger group of people that's like parents. Um, so there are about 240 dads that sit on this Facebook group, um, and we all sort of got together. Uh, it was led by a guy called Kev Winchcombe. Hello, Kev. Um, I know he listens every Friday. He does. He does. <laughs> uh, Big fan of Level 42. So, so. Well, we're going to play for Level 42 because I'm a huge fan, especially after meeting them and going backstage, and they're lovely guys. And he's also a great supporter of all of the technology innovation that's happened around Type 1, but may, maybe more of that later. Um, but anyway, he sort of led the whole uh, cycling community, um, and the first event that we did, as you mentioned, was London Night Rider, which is 100k round London overnight. 100k. What was it like cycling around London. Were there still cars? So quite a lot of it was completely empty. So the the city, yeah, there was no one about at all. But probably the highlight was cycling down uh, around Piccadilly Circus about four o'clock in the morning, and it was absolutely buzzing. So there were people falling out of clubs, drunk. Oh no! Um, and trying to navigate around the roundabout uh, Piccadilly Circus itself was like a real, you know, really highlight of the the experience. Lovely. So that group of dads together, we've done Night Rider three times, and as you said, we then did London to Paris last year so we've raised about £50,000 as a group of 14-15 people over the last three or four years 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it feels like you're doing something really good to support um, the charity to help them find a, find a cure. Mm. Um, so um, yeah, it's really good. And then uh, the group of guys are doing London to Paris again this year, but I've, I've decided to do the London Marathon. So I've got that going on next weekend. Um, and then two weeks later, as you say, then there's the Cycle to Cure event at the Ford Dunstan uh, Centre um, just down the road. So you must be training all the time. Yeah, I've, I've actually, they call it tapering. So um, I've now got to taper. So I only did a couple of miles today, but I've been up to 17 miles a couple of times. So feeling relatively confident for next weekend. That's amazing. And do they both help each other then? Cycling helps the running and the running helps the cycling? I think so, yeah. I was, um, I would say having cycled quite a lot over the last three years, then that's definitely put me in a better position for the running. But it's really quite tough on your legs and you, you're not really sure how, how hard it's going to be. And it's been probably harder than I thought. But really? determined to do it. And as I say in my, my blurb, in terms of the why I'm running it, it's going to take me massively out of my comfort zone. And anyone with type 1, including my daughter Maddie, you know, she's out of our comfort zone every hour of the day, every day of the week. So, um, you know, it's a challenge. Um, and I think I'm up to about 2,500 so far in terms of fundraising. So, um, you know, relatively pleased with that. Amazing. And we'll put your link on because... Um, JDRF, the charity, gave me the link to your fundraising page, so we can uh, put that on the Listen Again link as well. Thank if you very much. If anyone would like to support, because all the money is going to JDRF, who are looking for a cure for type 1 diabetes, which obviously has affected my son, Callum, who's out in studio too, chillaxing to a whole different lot of music. Um, and to your daughter as well, Jason, who's sitting there um, chillaxing and, you know, itching to get to the mic as well. Can you tell us about the event that's being run in Brentwood? It's on the 18th of May and people can still register and join in and register to cycle themselves, can't they? They can. Uh, it's £15 to enter um, and you can go to the JDRF events webpage um, and you can enter up until the end of this month. Yeah. So you need to get, need to get going. Um, and basically you've got three options. You've, uh, I guess, more experienced cyclists, you've got a 100k ride. Um, and that includes, as you said, a trip round the, the test track at the, at the Ford Dunton Centre. But it also includes going route into the Essex countryside as well. Um, so that, you know, it's a really nice, nice ride. There's also a 50k bike ride as well that you can enter if you're not so confident. Um, and that still seems a lot to me. 50k? About 32 miles, I think, and 64 yeah. miles. That's a lot, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it seems a lot like you sort of get used to it after a while. About my pony as well. But so there is yeah. there is a child's um, uh, not a race, but a child's event where you just cycle around the track itself. Um, I so, might do that. And I think it's, it's probably about we're trying to work out, but it's probably about two or three miles maybe. So yeah. kids can do that. The parents don't have to. Um, so yeah, you, you register for that on the on the same website. Um, and they're trying to create a sort of more of a festival feel as well. So there's going to be some old historic Ford cars to come and see. There's going to be lots of Type One diabetes stands, so you can find if you're a if you have a connection to Type One, you opportunity to find out more. Um, and there's going to be um, food on on sale. So it's like a festival feel for the the whole day. So potentially whilst your mum or dad are out riding, you can sort of chill out, as you say, chillax yeah. um, and soak up the sunshine, hopefully. I love it. I just hope. Do you think, as a cyclist, 
Is it good to have weather like this as you're trying to do your 100k? Yeah, I I don't mind. Cycling down from London to Dover, it was like pouring with rain and that that certainly wasn't pleasant. Um, So I think, yeah, probably about, you wouldn't wouldn't want it to be much hotter than this today. No, no. But, uh, I really hope it's nice and sunny. I am buzzing because JDRF, and we'll actually give them their full title, which I haven't yet, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Bit of a tongue twister, that's why it's JDRF. They've asked me to be the presenter of the day, which I'm uh, absolutely buzzing about. So I'm going to get to talk to all of the... Um, uh, let me just press this button. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get to talk to the cyclists and all the people coming along and supporting... And they've told me, because I'm a vegan and my son's a vegan, that there's going to be vegan food available as well. So I don't have to worry about not being able to eat. And I should also add that there's going to be a cyclist from the professional Novo Nordisk team. So they are a professional cycling team um, that is is only um, type 1 diabetics that race in that team. So they're going to be there too. Yeah, I think that's so inspirational, isn't it? It's just wonderful. I'm going to read this out because um, the Ford uh, Britain chairman, Ford of Britain chairman Graham Hoare, the managing director Andy Barrett said, "That's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it?" So he's just sent in a comment earlier to JDRF. Um, so Ford is delighted to be working with JDRF for the 2019 Cycle for a Cure event. It is our hope that lots of people get involved and raise vital funds for the continued research this um, amazing organisation is doing to find a cure for type 1 diabetes. Um, so we all want to go over there and have a little nose around the Ford grounds as well, don't we? Definitely. That's where they test all the cars and we get to go and explore as well. So my son will definitely be hoping there's a Ford Mustang there. Is that your favourite car? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. What can people do now? Because I don't know if you know, but JDRF just emailed me earlier and said the deadline is till the 1st of May. So you can still register up until the 1st of May. So do you think if you're interested in cycling, maybe register and then just try and get some practice in? What would you suggest to them? So is that three three weeks away? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think to do that 50k ride, you need a sort of a half decent bike. I would have probably be cycling a little bit at this moment in time. Um, But maybe it might inspire you to start. So um, yeah, yeah, give it a go. It's a wonderful thing to do cycling. I'm a bit nervous about the roads myself. You know, I rather go around an area like this or a park but it's such a wonderful thing, isn't it, to do, to go around and cycle. I think you see more that you miss when you're definitely in a car. Definitely. Uh, and once you start, then you get the bug and then you want to go further and then you want a better bike. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, unfortunately, my bike got stolen uh, no. about six six months ago, so I've been begging for a, <laughs> trying oh, to borrow no. one for this event. So I've managed to borrow one. So, um, really? Yeah. Well, that's terrible. Oh, isn't yeah. it? That is pretty, pretty grim. Anyway. So, what? So, you're doing the marathon in two weeks? A week. That, in a week. Is it next week? Next Sunday, yeah. 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 Okay. And you're all set for that then? 
Will we spot you? Are you going to be wearing some crazy animal outfit? Or? I'm not. It's going to be hard enough to get round, so I'm aiming just to get round in about five hours. Yeah. So I maybe do the fancy dress next year. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but we'll spot you with a JDRF T-shirt, perhaps. Yes, I'll definitely have a JDRF uh, running vest and Jason will be across the, the top of it. So amazing. Definitely well, give me a shout. We're, chat we're chatting a little while. We'll play some more tracks because we've got everybody seems to be telling me who their pop star crushes. I can't believe we've got quite a few for Bros now. We've got um, Nonny Duggle, um, loved uh, Luke Goss from Bros. Bit of a rhyming thing going on there. And my daughter Eleanor um, had a crush on Harry Styles. We're going to play one Harry Styles for Maddie's friend. Maddie, what's your friend's name? We'll chat to you later, but what's your friend's name? Say hello. My friend's name is Olivia. Olivia. And she likes Harry Styles as well as Eleanor. Um, and Harry listens every Friday. I mean, he could well be tuning in. We've got Diana um, Rushbrook, Matt again from um, Bros. And we've got uh, Mitten Harkett for years. He still looks the same, especially after a few glasses of wine. That's Denny Ferreira. I'm going, ah, oh, Morton, yes, she said. Silly old spell, spell check. I think we've had a couple, haven't we, yeah, Helen? We've had a Morton, for yeah. Morton. I'm going to have to keep track of this. Another one for um, George Michael. Lindsay Henderson, um, George Michael in his Wham days. We're going to be lining up all of these tracks, especially for you, my lovely listener. Um, and we're going to be talking to Maddie again and Mum Helen um, after this. And we'll play this for Maddie's friend, Olivia, did you say? This one is especially for Olivia. This is Harry Styles and Sign of the Times.
Karen Ridges, inviting you to join me for the House of Fun this and every Friday evening from 6pm for two hours of great music, lively chat and some awesome guests. We're across Brentwood, Billericay and surrounding areas on 98FM and online to the world at phoenixfm.com. Join me, Karen Ridges, for the House of Fun, Friday at 6pm here on Phoenix FM.
crush. Let me know. Radio at phoenixfm.com. Um, we've got more for Bros. Yeah, I remember I was at Oxford Street and a car stopped and let me walk across the road. And as I went, thank you, and waved my hand, it was Bros. They stopped the car for me at Oxford Street and let me cross the road. Probably the lights were red as well, but I'm going to just forget about that. They stopped the car for me. Um, we've got more for AHA. So I've lined up some AHA. I think that will be coming up shortly. George Michael in his Wham days. Suggs from Madness. Yes, I know, and I... I do not care. I still like him. That's Savan Scrivener. Hopefully I've pronounced that. Well, do you know, Savan, that every week here on the House of Fun, I start my show with a track from Madness. Two years I've been doing this show and every single week there is a track from Madness. Um, Jenny Lee, Jason Donovan. We're going to be playing him in a little while. I had to Google this one, Zoe Gant. Joey McIntyre. And now I've seen him, I can see why. I'm going to see if we've got some new kids on the block, but I am not 100% sure. Um, keep them coming in. Let me know. Who is your pop star crush? Mine started with Ad- Adamant, and then it went over to Robert Smith by The Cure. Callum's still thinking. Callum, who is your pop star crush? There must be someone. Think. Who do, who do you have a crush on? No, pop star crush. Can I'm still thinking about who his pop star crush? We've got Andy Prince, who is telling me that it's Sandy Shaw. Um, John Good, Denise from Five Star. Oh, I used to love a bit of Five Star. See if we can play those for you in a little while. Um, John, Peter Barlow. Who said Peter Barlow? I can't even speak now. Says Paula Abdul. We do like Paula Abdul. She's a good one. We've got the, the lovely guys in, in the studio nodding. Most of them are getting a bit of a thumbs up, aren't they? Yeah, and Helen's nodding. Um, Wilkie Nozrak. Hopefully, again, I've pronounced that right. Gary Newman. Now, we like some of that. Um, in a little while. Really great answers. Keep them coming in. Um, I'm here for the next hour. We're chatting about a wonderful event that JDRF, the incredible charity, have um, put on with Ford in Dunton. Um, and we're going to be playing you music to connect, is connected with that as well. Um, I'm just looking at the date on my notes here. When's the day? 18th of May, isn't it? 18th of May, just down the road in Dunton. We're going to be talking more about that as well. As well as who is your who is your pop crush? This one is quite popular. This is Bros and when will I be famous? When will I will I be famous?
Mix 98 FM. with pop star crushes haven't you helen wills let's welcome helen who is the mum of the wonderful maddie hi hey, <laughs> so here we've got callum in the studio as well who keeps sneaking off to play 
rap music or something. <laughs> we've got Jason, we've got Ethan, the whole family. And they're wonderful people because they've done lots of fundraising for JDRF, a brilliant charity. Um, now, Maddie, you've got type 1 diabetes, like my son. Yeah. Are you the only one in your school? Or do, is there a few kids in your I school? I think there's a few, yeah, in my school. I w don't know of them. I think they're in different years. But okay. there are a few in my school, yeah. so I'm not the only one. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, Callum goes to a big school, don't you, down the road, Billericay School. How many, how many kids are in your... have got type 1 in Billericay School? Oh, there's two other boys and two other girls. Yeah, and so they all go there, they check their blood sugar levels. But look, you know, my <laughs> listeners thinking, well, you know, what, what is type 1 diabetes? Maddie, let's hear it from you. What would you say that type 1 diabetes is? Well, it's an autoimmune condition, which means that it's in your immune system. It's not something that you've done. It's not directly affected by your lifestyle. And it means that people with type 1, they don't produce insulin, which helps, like, means that you can eat food because it makes sure that your blood sugar doesn't spike and my pancreas doesn't produce that. People with type 1s, they don't, so I have to take it manually. I take it through an insulin pump, some people take it through injections. And it's, it's really a big, it's a big part of your life when you get diagnosed. It is, isn't it? But I think what I said to Callum and some really, that the consultant gave me at Basildon Hospital, was um, she said, Karen, um, type 1 diabetes will not control you, you will control it. And that advice has just made such a big difference in our lives. And I think how I've gone about it with Callum, and it's not going to stop us doing anything. And I think it, it is frustrating. And I think, Helen, you might agree, because a lot of people get type 1 and type 2 muddled up or they don't realise there's a difference. And when Callum was first diagnosed, somebody said, oh, have you eaten too many sweeties? And I went, why are you saying this to an 11-year-old boy, a 10-year-old boy? No, we're actually vegan. So, you know, okay, we don't live off of green juices all day long. We do have a burger, we do have pizzas, you know, we eat what everybody else eats, but we don't eat meat. Um, but we certainly haven't just lived off of junk food, but it's nothing to do with the food, is it, Helen? No, absolutely nothing at all. And in actual fact, one of the biggest misconceptions is that a type 1 diabetic can't eat sweets or cake or biscuits, and a type 1 diabetic can eat anything absolutely at all. Absolutely anything, anything they want to, as long as they're careful. You have to check your blood sugar levels, don't you, Maddie? Of course, yeah. And how do you do that? Because you're on a pump then. So my son Callum, he checks his, he has to prick his finger, get a little bit of blood out, check the blood sugar levels, and then, uh, you know, according to, you know, what he's going to eat, he puts it into the little machine. It tells him how much insulin to put in. Callum did have a Dexcom for a while, and we're sort of, you know, wondering whether to move forward with the Dexcom which automatically reads your blood sugar levels every five minutes. And I think that's something you've got as well as a pump, isn't it? Yeah, I have a Dexcom sensor and it's honestly changed my life. Like, I don't do as many finger pricks now, which I, I used to do them a lot, and I, I don't really test that much because it's so accurate. The new, the new model that they have out, we were on the old model, the G5, and we, I still tested quite a lot with that because it was sometimes not accurate at all. And now I'm on the G6, I test way less frequently just because it's accurate. Like if I test and I look at my Dexcom levels, it's almost exactly the same. That's wonderful, isn't it? And you've actually fundraised as well. 
for JDRA? I have. When so I what was, have you done? Tell us about that. When I was in my old school, I um, ran a day where everyone came in in onesies and paid a pound to do that, and we raised some money through that. And then more recently, I ran a 5K mud run, an adrenaline race, with three of my friends, Lucy, Olivia, and Isabel. And we're planning to do it this year again in September um, with those friends and also Bella, my, one of my other friends. So we raised quite a lot of money from that and it was really fun. Is that there... sounds fun. So actually through loads of mud. Yeah. So there's hurdles, mud pits. Like we honestly head to toe dipped in mud. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I think my son Callum would love to do that, wouldn't you? Running through all the mud. Yeah. Getting really muddy. Would you like to do that? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm not really sort of a muddy girl, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I bet you was looking forward to that lovely shower. Afterwards. It was amazing. And getting all of the, the mud off of yeah. you. Yeah. Do you, what, what words of inspiration or advice would you give to my listener out there that's maybe they've just been diagnosed with type 1 or they, they know somebody with type 1 diabetes? Because... You know, I'm looking at you and I see a very confident, beautiful young lady. It's actually making a difference, raising money as well. Um, and I, I don't think it's stopping you doing anything, is it, having no, this condition? No, it's never stopped me. I, on it, I live my life honestly more, f like more fully than when I did before diabetes because I've embraced the fact that it, cannot, it can't stop me doing anything. And, you know, it, I don't want it to limit me in any way. And I think that's important to tell other people as well that it might seem really daunting and like a really, really big deal when you get diagnosed. And obviously it is, but you need to realize that if you take control of it and look after yourself, you can do the same, if not more, as you were doing before. And it makes you appreciate, you know, how, how full you can live your life. I love that. And is that the inspiration or the advice you would give? Yeah, I think you just have to, you have to remember that if you, you know, stick to rules, they won't always work, but you have to embrace life and just realise that you can live life just as, just as well with diabetes. Oh, that's wonderful. Really inspirational, Helen. Can I just say, I, as a mum, I have almost pushed Maddie, but certainly never held her back. I've let her do more since her diabetes diagnosis than I ever imagined I would have done previously. Really, because I just want to prove a fact that actually I need her to know that diabetes doesn't limit her. And so I've let her do way Way more than I would have done before. Any examples though? Well, that mud race was a challenge and a half. There was me trotting around the edges with a backpack full of glucose. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> but yeah, she's been um, on the school ski trip, which I never would have imagined we would have contemplated. And that was a success. She's done exchange trips with the language groups in school. And, you know, she's going to do Duke of Edinburgh again, something I never imagined she'd be able to do. And she totally can. I love that. That's really inspirational. That's fantastic. And what do you think of your dad? Because he's one of the star supporters of JDRF. He's cycling around the world. He's cycling at four o'clock in the morning, raising money. I do think it's amazing because before I got diagnosed, I never would imagine that he would do stuff like this. But he's, he's cycled miles and... We, when he signed up for the marathon, we weren't sure that he could do it because he's not, he's not a big runner. But we're, I'm really proud of him. Like, I'm, I'm proud that he's managed to do all this and he's inspired to do it. 
That's lovely. I love that. Now, I think we were looking at your pop star crush, wasn't we? You had you had a few because you yeah. had all the Jonas Brothers. All the Jonas Brothers. All of them who we've just played. And we've got McFly coming up. I used to love Harry Judd from McFly. I loved him on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. And I loved his music. It's a, their band is my favourite. Well, I don't think Callum has got a, a pop star crush, but I know he really likes that guy and you find him quite inspirational off of SAS Who Dares Wins what, what, who's that guy from the army who you Jason like Jason Fox Jason Fox now we're watching I don't know if you guys have watched um, have you seen that programme SAS I don't think so it's not my sort of thing but it yeah, sounds it's, interesting it, it's, it's well I mean it is you know that it's there's some untoward language in there <laughs> but I'm just looking up um, the actor's name in there who I've dropped a line to what is it oh Jeremy Irving the actor oh, yeah. Jeremy Irving oh, so yeah. he's in the programme at the moment um, Callum do you want to tell us a little bit about Jeremy Irving the actor because we watched the programme the other day didn't we well I've seen him on SAS but Celebrity SAS who does win yeah and so he done 5k run uphill with a bunch well he had tyres yeah <coughs> and his levels went low and he just quickly had a glucose gel on TV and that was he did so it's quite interesting to see a top Hollywood actor Jeremy Irving who's been in loads of films we saw him recently in Mamma Mia 2 um, but there he is on national TV SAS Who Dares Wins not really for kids I've got to say because there's a few <laughs> untoward words in there um, but there he is you know knowing that he's having a hypo and having to have a dex dextrose gel so I think that's really good awareness that's somebody you like isn't it Callum yeah in particular. Um, now, Helen, I want to say, because you've been tweeting out, haven't you? And we've got your wonderful friends on the CWD Facebook group as well. That's yours, isn't it? So they're all telling us they're pop star crushes, aren't they? I'm going to try to fit in as many um, tunes as I can in relation to their pop star crushes. But do you want to read out some of your, your people that have been tweeting in? Yeah, I, um, I've got, I seem to have got the, the diabetic online community. Oh, um, hello guys, we love you. <laughs> chatting back to me and giving me their crushes. I've got Lauren Turner, she's a BBC journalist. She tells me Morton Harkett. We've oh, another one another for Another one Morton. for that. And David Bowie, who everyone's a little oh. bit argumentative about. They yes. don't believe in that. But we, we reckon he's kind of quite sexy in a oh bad gosh, boy geek way. Yes, we love him. I'm Let's see if I can dig out a track. Uh, then Let's the diabetic see. dads have tweeted me back. Um, diabetic dad says, um, uh, oh, hang on. No, I've got Stephen Richardson. He says, Tiffany. You know what? I've got to tell you. I'll tell you a secret, Helen. You're not allowed to tell anyone. But well, I used to hang around Basildon, like we do, just down the road, Basildon. And um, I was called the Basildon Tiffany. Oh! <laughs> Don't tell anyone! Seriously, we're that, alone. that is that is my secret. <laughs> Tiffany, let me dig out some. That would be a good one. Yeah. Says Debbie Harry, obviously. Oh, of course, of course. And we've also got Gary says Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles. Perfect. She is beautiful, isn't she? I'm not. I'm not blaming anyone for these pop star crushes because <laughs> they are some pretty good ones. We've also got yes, Susanna Hoff, um, Hoffs, Paul Crouch. 
also Wendy James as the pop star. Yeah, yes. that's Jason's favourite. Jason's favourite. He's going, oh yes. Another one: Paul Bolton, Debbie Harry, Nigel Fitzmorris, Debbie Harry. We've got Deborah Payne, who I'm thinking as she sent me a gif. You know, one of those little animated things of Billy Idol. Mm. Um, I'm sure that that's who her pop star crush is. Chris Odyssey um, is saying, I fell in love with the material girl at aged seven years old. We all love Madonna. I'm going to try and dig out some Madonna as well. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Don't know if we're going to have more chats in a while, um, but we will put your listener, your listener, on my listen again link, we will put Jason's um, fundraising page, which is ukvirginmoneygiving.com forward slash Jason Wills for Maddie which is M-A-D-D-I-E, but we will put that on the Listen Again link as well. Um, But I think if we play a little bit more music and then maybe we can just wrap up with you telling us a little bit more about the event and then I'll let you get on your way. Because you are are actually an Essex boy, aren't you? Born in in Ongar. Just down the road. Wonderful area, but you did escape. But you love coming back, don't yes. you? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I think this one is the one, the one that Maddie would like. So we're gonna yes. play this one. Do you want to introduce your track? This is Five Colors in Her Hair by McFly. Fashion, but I love the clothes she wears. And her tattoos always hit a fire on the web. She don't care. to phone her cause she puts me in the mood and the room is spreading round and she cooks in the noon but she don't care but she don't care She was all I thought about The girl I couldn't live 
I admitted on air because we've got the Wills family in <laughs> that I was called the Basildon Tiffany. I should have said the Billericay Tiffany, shouldn't I? Rather than the Basildon Tiffany, but we don't mind. We love Basildon, we love the whole of Essex. Thank you for coming in, guys. Um, thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, and I'm glad you've had a great time. I like this topic, don't you? Your, your pop star crush. Yeah. That was quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah, lots of engagement, which is great. It is wonderful. And I'm going to try. I've had even more people tweeting in. We mentioned yours, didn't we? We did. We did. We mentioned yours. You had about 20, didn't you, Jason? <laughs> Me, no. It's just mainly, mainly, just mainly Louise. Oh, that's lovely. It's such a pleasure to meet you. And I can't wait to see you all at the event in Dunton. Yeah. for JDRF. I'm going to be filming there, so I'm even more excited. I don't know, maybe Callum's sitting there in the corner listening to his rap music. Callum, are you looking forward to the event at Ford, where we're going to be cycling around, raising money for JDRF? Are you going to do any cycling? Yeah. So it's the enthusiasm, Callum, <laughs> as he sits back in the corner and puts his new Bluetooth headphones on. So is it worth just telling everyone about the event? So I think it's, that's a good plan of action. I'm going to jump in. So it's yeah. on the 18th of May. Yeah. It's at the Ford Dunton Technical Centre in Dunton, yeah. which is between Brentwood and Billericay. It is, It yeah. is, yeah. Um, it's it start, just down the road. Yes. It's easy for everybody to get there. That's good. It starts at 8 o'clock. No, it's an uh, early start, isn't it? There are three ways that you can participate. So you can participate in a 100k bike ride, a 50k bike ride, or a child's bike ride. The 100. I'm going to do that one. Helen, what are you doing? Yeah, children. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the child's bike ride, that's just around the Dunton test track, so that'll be quite fun, driving around that, or bike cycling around that. Um, and then for the two bike rides, you get out into the Essex countryside uh, for a slightly longer trip, so that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm doing the 100k one. You're showing off now, aren't you? <laughs> showing off, I'm doing the 100k one. <laughs> no, we don't mind, because we love Jason here, and he cycles around raising money for JDRF, he runs the London Marathon as well. You've done London to Paris on your bike. You've done the London Night Rider a few times now. And you're part of a support group for type 1 diabetes dads, which I love. I think that's wonderful. Called So if, if you are listening and thinking, you know, I, I'd like to find out more about the group as well. It's CWD. CWD dads yep. for the dads. Yep. And then a slightly broader group for everyone, CWD parents. Lovely. But I think um, both Helen uh, and myself are on Twitter, so if you've got any questions, yeah, just tweet us and we'll answer you directly. Lovely. In, in addition to the marathon, um, last year my friend's mum, Linda Top, ran the London Marathon for JDRF, which I think is amazing because it's not only my family that's raising money for me, it's my friend's parents and my friends as well, and I think that's, that's really lovely. That's wonderful. And all to find a cure... And find some answers. Technology is growing. I mean, it, you know, there's some wonderful things out there. We just need the price to come down on <laughs> a lot of this So there's technology. probably on the technology, there's just yeah. one, one point worth making. So um, there's been a lot of talk about closed loop system recently. So there is now um, a couple of systems available where your blood glucose monitor talks directly to your pump. Um, and through artificial intelligence, uh, the pump automatically, or the pump is automatically corrected 
in the amount of insulin that gives you. Um, so it keeps you within range much better than having to do it manually. So that's really exciting. Um, it's not a cure, but it definitely improves um, the time in range for, for those people that do suffer with type 1. So that's exciting news too. It is. There's wonderful things. Wonderful things are happening and more and more technology and advances. Um, I would like to find out why, why it happens in the first place, you know, and try to stop that. But at the moment, I don't think anyone's got an answer. As Maddie said right at the beginning, it's an autoimmune condition and that's like asthma and eczema. So they don't really know what causes that. So again, it's all linked and there is research going on to sort of try and understand the common link between all those types of autoimmune conditions. Brilliant. Well, the Wills family, let's give yourselves a massive round of <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Much. Thank you. And I think I'm going to let Maddie pick the next track. I don't know if you're even going to know. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, shall we go with some wham? Yes, let's have some wham. You didn't even hear the other choice. But if you want wham, we'll go with wham. Let's have some wham. And this especially goes out to the Wills family who have been utterly brilliant. And we're going to see them again in a few weeks' time on the 18th of May. All the details will be on phoenixfm.com on the Listen Again link. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Have a Thank you.
Phoenix FM.
we've had David Bowie a few times of who was your first pop star crush. It's been a wonderful topic and I think I've loved everybody that you've been sending me um, and we've had so many different duplicates as well. Patrick, shout out, who was your, who was your first pop star crush? Uh, it was quite hard to think, but actually, um, when some of your people said Debbie Harry, yes. I, I was at university at the time, Blondie yes. were big. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I guess Debbie Harry would be in there somewhere. She was amazing. And she still is as yeah, well. We've had some really good ones. We've just had S Club 7 from Sophie Lauren Everett, um, who loved S Club 7 as well. Um, we've had some really different ones, but I've had Debbie Harry quite a few times. Yeah. Oh, if, if you're of an age, then Debbie Harry was one she, of the big thing yeah, at the time. Yeah, she was fantastic, wasn't she? I'm going to try to squeeze in as many more as I poss possibly can. I might play this one next, or I might play out with it. What should we do? Callum, Miley Cyrus. Now, she was your first crush, wasn't she? Come on, spill the beans. I don't think she was my crush, but I did like her. She's a good singer. You did like her. That's Callum, my son, who's just been hanging out in the studio, eating biscuits, playing his own music. Um, you did like my, Miley Cyrus a little bit, didn't you? And I didn't mind because she is a fellow vegan, so I'm quite, I'm quite happy with that. Callum, you can pick. Shall we play Miley Cyrus next? Or shall we play a Blondie track? What would you like, seeing as you're my star guest this evening? Come on, then. You pick. What should we go for? We can go for... Blondie and Call Me or Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus. Oh, here we go. This one goes out to my son, Callum. His very first crush, Miley Cyrus. You listen to me, Karen Ridges? On the House of Fun. Things fall apart, but nothing breaks like a
98FM. I tell you what, I'm really sorry if I haven't had a chance to read yours out or to play your track. It has been such a popular topic. So it's one that we will revisit again. We've had another couple for Kate Bush. Yes, Patrick is nodding. Yes, Kate Bush. We all love Kate Bush, don't we? Everybody loves Kate Bush. I've, I, it's quite interesting that lots of your pop crushes have been 
80s people. So I think that does show our age. Um, well, we did have a few for the Jonas Brothers as well, um, which was quite young. We've had quite a lot for Debbie Harry, so we have just played Blondie. And that was Patrick's crush as well. He did like Debbie Harry. Um, another couple for Madonna. Let's just see who's coming up as well. Um, loads. I've really enjoyed the show. Again, thank you to the Wills family for um, really being fantastic and chatting with us this evening. Lovely people. We're going to see them on the 18th of May. If you want to find out more about the fundraising event for the wonderful charity JDRF, um, it will be on phoenixfm.com on the Listen Again link as well. Um, I think that's it. I think my time is up for this week. I hope you have had a wonderful Good Friday. You've managed to put your feet up, enjoy some sunshine, or maybe get out into the garden and have a lovely long Easter as well. Um, no matter what you do, do obviously stay tuned to Phoenix FM. And Patrick is going to be looking after you. He's got wonderful guests lined up and equally fabulous music as always, haven't you, Patrick? Of course, of course he has. Um, until this time next week, I love you lots. Look after yourself and I'll see you next Friday. Bye-bye.
on the hour across Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM.